This is Family Electric Ghost, and we are live with C. And uh, we're going to talk to you. Hey, <laughs> we're glad to have you on the program. Last time we talked to you, it was only audio. Yeah, thank uh, you for having me a second time. Well, we've been moving into this new uh, world of video podcasting. And to let everybody know, we are live on our YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook channels now worldwide. And we're just happy to talk to you again, C. Uh, it's cool. We did talk to you on Anchor FM, and to let everybody know, the Anchor FM audio that goes to um, Apple and Spotify will still happen, but they will also have this um, video version of the podcast. All right. So since the last time we talked, you have a new video um, called The Deep End. Maybe you want to talk about it briefly before we're going to show it. We're actually going to show the whole thing here. All right. Um, Deep End is basically uh, based on contemporary relationships, like the relationships we face nowadays. It's not, it's like a situationship type, infatuation filled type song. That's kind of what I was going for with the visuals mm -hmm. and the lyrics. Yeah. And you collaborated with um, um, the, your um, partner on this project? Yes. Um, Harry with the Vibes. He's a new artist too. He's upcoming. And he studies with me in my uni, so I hit him up. I was like, I know a perfect song for you. And yeah, it wow. just aligned. Cool. So did you guys worked on that. Now, during COVID, how did you guys work on that together? Did you guys um, remotely work on that? Or did you find a way to quarantine work on it? Um, actually, we did it very differently. Normally, I would like to be in the studio with the artists that when I'm writing and when we're writing the song, but we did it very separately. So he did his first and then I did mine and then the song came together. So it wasn't it wasn't as interactive yeah. as usual. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not not yeah, it's kind of like the COVID limitation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get ready to show it. So we've got it uh, set up here. We're gonna put you on mute for a little bit and then we're gonna get into the song. So just hold a second, we'll get right into it. Deep in, in the deep 
Dive in the deep, there's no limit to it. Dive in the deep and in the deep. Dive in the deep, there's no limit to it. Dive in the deep and in the deep. Say the words and testify Loving you would be my life See my dreams will come alive For me there's a reason why Give you all my love Give you all my trust Give you all you want Give you all I got Let the moment passing through the night Picture perfect paradise Drowning when I see your eyes Having you could change my life Can't wait for the moment in your ocean In your ocean For the ocean There's no limits to it Dive in the deep end In the deep Dive in the deep There's no limits to it Dive in the deep end In the deep Dive in the deep, there's no limit to it. Dive in the deep, and in the deep. Dive in the deep, there's no limit to it. Dive in the deep, and in the deep. Dive in the deep, and. So that is Deep End, and uh, we're coming back to our interview here. So let me get back. So we're, you hear me again? <laughs> yep, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's a really cool video. It's uh, like a lot of cool editing. I like the, I like the cuts and the editing. So, so the you. question, I guess, when you put this together, um, who actually did all the production work on it, and how did you film it during COVID? Well, that's always a question in this time. Yeah. How, how did? Well, I, my a friend of mine actually works on the production of it. I mm -hmm. came up with the visualized ideas. I kind I kind of gave him an idea of what I wanted and the feel I wanted the song to have and the video to match its energy. So he saw it through like that. He's really dope. He, if anything, this whole project, like this visualizer is a part of a, a series of visualizers that I'm going to be dropping every month or so. And so oh, far, wow. this is the second song. It's the second song of this um, project. And it's, he's the one that did all the all the videos, everything. Is it going to be like a video album or are you going to have an actual EP to go with it? It's, it's more of like a... It's very informal. It's very unorthodox. It's more of like a visual project, but then it's singles. Like I don't, I don't collectively uh, group the songs together. Like each song is individual, individual. like has its own individual story, but then it's part mm -hmm. of a bigger picture that's okay. mostly so discussing contemporary relationships. So at the end, it could be like put under a wrapper with a playlist, video playlist that is that yeah. visualizer concept and you know maybe you could eventually 
you know, put it out in other forms. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. if, 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 if this ended up really hitting and you ended up having like five or six songs, I don't know how many you, you envision, would you then maybe mm -hmm. turn it into an EP? No. <laughs> you, no? Because, <laughs> you just keep it singles? Yeah. <laughs> because, because I have two EPs coming out. Actually. Oh, you already have. Oh, so this is like a separate yeah. project from the, from the, from the, so mm -hmm. you've been working hard. Mm -hmm. So you've been doing a lot of work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that seems like, <laughs> yeah. So during COVID, it looks like you doubled down on doing a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, that happened later on, you know, cause there's been like so many stages of this COVID um, experience. And in the beginning, mm -hmm. I was so unmotivated, so uninspired for like the first couple of months, actually. But then towards this ending period of it, I don't say ending because it's not done yet, but yeah. Almost. It's towards almost this period, done. I've been more, <laughs> yeah. <I've, laughs> but towards this period, I've been more centered and focused, I guess. I feel like I got time to find myself again. And this is me just throwing the whole box away and just seeing what I come up with. Well, I think that's very impressive. The video is awesome. I mean, you got a really cool feel. It's got great visuals. You got a great look. You got really Thank interesting, you. you know, between the black and white shots and the color shots and the angles and the different cuts and editing. Oh, it's, it's just, it's really cool. I mean, it, it looks awesome and it sounds really good. It just feels like you've got, a lot of good work from the last time we talked um you you had a really good impressive like initial launch uh and now you've got all this new material so are you looking forward to when they open <clears throat> venues to be able to play and how far will you be able to to go do you think you'll be able to tour like like a, out of a lot of countries or do you think you'll be limited this year well it's, it's kind of key because I'm a student too, at the same mm -hmm. time, and I graduate next year, God willing. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, I, I don't know, because I want to enter the, the working world. Like I want to do my course, public health and, and you know, work in that, that field for a while before I fully end, enter my music. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, honestly, I, I, I hope, it so maybe, I don't know. I don't know how, so maybe you just, the, the videos are a good way to keep your audience engaged if you want to still exactly. do your, because you have a really good day job. Kind of like, like I have a pretty good day. Exactly. I'm an IT guy. <laughs> I'm an IT guy. So I have a pretty day, good day job. I'm not like, oh, okay. like a, a starving artist, but um, it's this idea that if you yeah. have a good career as your day job and you're an artist, you kind of got to thread the needle. And so like, I can understand yeah. that. Um, but the thing is, it's weird. Like musicians were kind of in this situation. If something kicks really big, sometimes you got to go like to on that, on, uh, jump on that wave. Like if you can't get caught on a wave, then you might have to like mm -hmm. postpone something or delay something <laughs> on the other side. Yeah, but, like, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm open to that too. Genuinely. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm open to that. But primarily I want to work in my course first i want to do public health and get some experience in that field and that's why actually that's one of the reasons why i'm releasing a lot of music this year i'm doing a lot of projects because i may have to take a break i'm not sure yeah yeah but just in case i do i just want there mm -hmm. to be a, a, a 
ton of music from me just out there waiting for people to find it yeah but that's a good idea to have a, a catalog of stuff because i i i'm kind of from the old school mm -hmm. like the old school work ethics like stevie wonder and prince they were like they just like mm -hmm. they worked all the time right you know if you look at prince he was recording like pretty much almost every day in a, in a year he would have four or five really? four or five records and only one could come out but he would mm -hmm. put down like four or five mm -hmm. and stevie wonder sometimes would put two or three wow. i have, have that many able to come out um and so i, I see a lot mm -hmm. of new artists like in hip-hop there's a lot of mixtape work there's stuff on soundcloud there's stuff in, you know the, all these different um mechanisms where you, you do see people doing a lot of work um and people are willing to to do more than yeah. what you would expect so i think it's good to have a good but it is a, it, yeah it is a it is a full-time full-time job to be yeah. honest being an artist you know i feel like i feel like i've been asked this question so many times to choose which field like i have to pick which, one i can't do both which, because <laughs> essentially they're both tasking so yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's difficult. I think because, like, you know, when you're yeah. an independent artist, I think there's less pressure if you're indie um, to to say, okay, I'm gonna do thread the needle. I'm gonna do both. Um, but it's always like, like a lot of artists, it's like the dream is like I would love to do ghost stuff 100%. You know, I and mean, my podcast actually does pretty good business compared to my my other work. My other work is doing okay. But but like like my ghost music is okay. it does all right, but like the podcast actually becoming more of what I'm known for um than my own music, which is like okay, well yeah, every artist would rather have it the other way. Wow. <laughs> but um but but it's interesting, like and then mm -hmm. you have your career, <laughs> your day job. So there's like, okay, well which one yeah. do I want? Cause they got like three choices. Do you want to do podcast hundred percent, musician hundred percent, or day job hundred percent? It's like we can't do them all. Because they're not a three hundred percent person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's hard so to how, kind of figure out. Do you? How do you balance it? If I may ask. Um. Well, it's kind of like ask, a time. How do you balance it? How do you? Well, I have like a nine to fiver, and then I kind of am older. I don't have to sleep as much as I used to. So I I do a lot of stuff on the weekend. Um. I anytime my nine to five stops, I spend most of my time doing my other job. Um, and so because I deal with people in different time zones, I'm able to like work with people like yourself or people like in Australia or Japan or, or like the UK. And it's really cause like, I think music is my passion. So it's not work for me. So after I'm done with my eight to four or nine to five, I just say, okay, music is fun. So I just do another three hours or four hours worth of music yeah. stuff just because I like it. I don't think of, oh, now I gotta do three hours of music. No, I'm kind of looking forward to that all day. <laughs> you know, that's how I do it. I like it to be flipped it. around. <laughs> so for you, like, it's, yeah, I guess it's the same kind of thing. You, got, you probably gotta do all your student work and then you do your artwork, right? Yeah, yeah, like right now we've actually started the exam period is is creeping in and like we're doing exams. I'm trying to get my project out. Um like it's just a lot, a lot. But 
I, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I, I've been at, I've been doing it for like a year or so now, and I'm getting the hang of it as I go. Yeah, I think it's like a, it's just a yeah. process. If you're trying to figure out what you can do and what you can't do, like I can, I can't do, <laughs> you know, my my gig work during the day where I'm doing my main work. And so I have to, like I have to be dedicated, or I have to take a day off. Yeah. Like if something happens where somebody <laughs> wants me to go to New York, then I gotta take a day off. You know, because that's what I gotta do. If it happens to be during the middle of the week, then then you have to like figure yeah. out like where you're gonna take these days. And then like your vacation time is ended up being for for your other job. <laughs> it's not actually your vacation time. It's like taking time off so I can do my other exactly. job. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's just like you know, it's like we're we're Literally. always doing like oh, we're doing doing three four jobs. Yeah, doing three four jobs. That's it. But that's what you do. I think as a musician today, you have to like promote. You got to work on your video. You got to know your 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 contracts. You got to know this. You're doing a lot of stuff already. You know, as a musician today. You know, right? You have you have exactly. to do a lot of your especially, own. Especially, especially if you're independent, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's totally like, like the problem you're independent, today. I feel like it's it's you have to be everything. Your marketing team, your you have to be everything for yourself, more or less. Yeah, it's it's very difficult compared to the old days. But then that, maybe not because like in the old days, um, you get picked up by a label. But if you didn't make a profit for them, like after like three mm -hmm. albums, you were done. You're done. You're like, mm -hmm. you like you get dropped from the label, and if you get dropped, it's hard to get picked up again. Um, today, as an independent artist, you mm -hmm. can keep on going for years, you know, because you're doing it like, to your comfort zone, right? And and like as you you're doing it to what you think you can, sure. the risk you sure. can you can take, and you don't gotta get you're not gonna get booted off your own thing because mm -hmm. your thing. <laughs> you know so i think it's, i think what you're doing is great Literally. i think the, yeah the presentation Actually, you're doing um, yeah thank Go you ahead. um funny enough like i feel like it, it is a disadvantage i mean it's an advantage being um an independent artist as well because because of what you said like essentially i've created my own system around everything that i want so it's at my pace like i'm putting out music at the pace i want to i reason out when i want my music out it's all up to me so i like that i like that it's not it's not a it's not a race like it's just it's like a marathon for me it's something that's yeah. long term that's going to be in my life for a long time so i'm not trying to like rush through it i'm trying to just take my time get my crafts you know Tight, airtight, and yeah. Yeah, I think the only thing, the cool thing, like I said, is like as an independent artist, you don't have that fear of getting dropped, and then you can actually develop. Um, I mean, there was a time period in the old days where bands were allowed to develop. You know, they would let you stay on the label for maybe three records, like, you know, before they dropped you. Um, but like today, it's harder. Yeah. Like a lot of times, people get like one hit. It's just a single. It's not a record. Like back in the day, you'd have a, a single and you'd have a record, mm -hmm. right? Today, a lot of times an artist only has that single that ever becomes big. Wow. They don't They don't get like the record that mm -hmm. goes big because so many mm -hmm. things are on That's Spotify, true. play they're on playlists. 
And so it's rare that you get an artist that one, you know, once in a while you get a you get the Taylor Swift, you get the Tyler, the creator, you get like a, somebody that actually has a an album, like you know Kendall Lamar. He, he his people bought his whole album; they didn't just buy a single, you know. And so like that's like the more long, longevity, in my opinion, like when you can have more than one song yeah. and a full project that people like, and then you have more longevity like in the major part of the industry, like, but in the indie world, you can have multiple albums, multiple projects for years and maybe be an artist that's under 200,000, under 50,000, um, you know, sell, selling that, that level, but still be able to be viable, which is cool. Cause then you get to get the diversity yeah. of more people out there more music and not just having a certain type of music, which is what I like, why I talk to people like you is yourself is I like to talk to different people in the indie world to see what they're doing uh, and see the, the, how different it is from the mainstream, which is, you know, I think is you know, the pleasure of my life is to listening to all types of artists all the time and talking to them. <laughs> That's what I like to do. So thank you for being on the show. <laughs> taking your time to do that. I know you're busy. <laughs> I like I like that. I like that you're I like that you're open to uh, I like that you're open to all type sounds and you know genres because essentially like shouldn't music shouldn't be boxed in. It shouldn't be you know I feel like everyone experiences life and music kinda allows them to express themselves through through their own experience and through their own scope so it's more or less like there is no you can't be limited like one specific sound or one specific genre because you'll be missing out on this whole vast vast um sorry. yeah it's it's breaking a lot can you hear me i hear you but the video is breaking but your audio is not can you hear me yes i can i can hear you you can't hear me I do hear you. Okay, okay. I was saying, I was just saying that I appreciate that you know, really come out and and support artists from all over. That's commendable. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate oh, it. I, I think what I love about you know music is I grew up. You know, my father was a big record collector, so he had jazz, he had classical, he had soul, he had rock, he had country. You know, so my dad would have Johnny Cash, he'd have Hendrix, he'd have Smokey Robinson, he'd have like Lead Belly, he'd have like uh, Dave Brubeck, you know, he'd have some Beethoven, he had some Bach, he had like so much stuff that I was like, okay, well, I should listen to like all of it. And then then from there, I, my taste grew up with, okay, I when hip hop came along, it's like, I didn't like, so that's not music. I was like, that was a different type of music. So I'm gonna listen to that. Just like I listen to punk. I mean, I listen to bands like The Clash and The Sex Pistols and bands like uh, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and, you know, bands like Led Zeppelin and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, but I like I like funk. So I'm going to listen to James Brown. I'm going to listen to Funkadelic Parliament. I'm going to listen to Earth, Wind and Fire. So, I, I, you know, sometimes some people, you know, they get too narrow. And again, if you all you listen to is like uh, mumble rap or all you listen to is EDM, all you listen to is techno. I think that's very limiting. I like that. Like that's why I call it what I do: expansive sound. Because I try to pull in anything. You know, if I hear something in a Johnny Cash song, 
or a Dylan song, I might mix it with something I hear in Kendrick Lamar, mm. you know, because like, why not? <laughs> you know, but uh, I just think it's cool to, to mix genres. And if you look at look at the great artists, they right, all kind of right? they all mix genres. <laughs> you know, Michael Jackson was mixing rock with soul with, you know, with hip hop. He mixed it exactly. all together. Yeah. I mean, Prince did the same thing. You know, all the great artists tend to take multiple genres and make a new genre. That tends to be what they do. So I'm glad glad you're in the same state of mind. <laughs> so so I, I can I right? still hear you because essentially <laughs> I used to think I used to think it was a problem that I couldn't identify which genre. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, say, I think we talked um, about that before. Yeah, you said that one time. I used time. to think that it was a problem that I couldn't fit myself in a genre. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was kind of I had to change my perspective on that because essentially it is a blessing that I can I can you know express myself in all these genres cuz honestly I have songs that I've not released yet that have nothing to do with the genres I've released so far like I have a country type song I have mm -hmm. uh blues there's some blues song I have adjust like i just tried to even rock actually i think i did like a rock i wrote a soft rock song recently too i think it's awesome like, I, can I, I it is out yet because i almost don't know i didn't know how to package it in a sense because yeah i think the best packaging yeah. for that kind of diversity is actually an album if you think about it like if you have a rock song a jazz song pop song you know then if you have them in yeah. an album, it would show that you are a very diverse artist. And it, even though they're different, they're still all you. And that's kind of like the brilliance of the album format is it allows you to kind of stretch out. Even an EP could stretch out like that. So if you had an EP is like six songs or something and you put that together, I think it's cool to do that. You know, some people would say, oh, it should all be the same. And like, I don't agree with that. Because I think if you go back and look at some of the great albums, even like Sgt. Pepper's from the Beatles, it's not all the same. Yeah. It's, it's a very diverse. You know, you listen to Stevie Wonder albums like Songs in the Key of Life. That's a very diverse record. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't all sound the same. And that's the kind of point of an album is you can you can kind of show your total like repertoire as an artist. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Even a mixtape, do it as a mixtape, you can still get it out. <laughs> it's, it's actually funny because um, I used to think I used to think that. Sorry, it's like breaking so bad, right? Like I hear you though. Anyway. You're coming. Through, you're to think coming through that, good. Um, EPs had to be like it had to be part of a story. Yeah, or, it doesn't uh, have to be. It, yeah, um, it doesn't saying, have to. I used be. to think that EPs. Um, are meant to be part of like a, a almost like almost like story you know yeah and it just i guess it's you who decides what should go because at the end of the day art is supposed to be fluid like art is not supposed to be something you say oh this is the way and that this should be like that and that 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 so i feel like that's where i went from with that essentially i would try and do projects that 
let's say if I'm doing an EP, I want all the songs to be Afrobeat or or reggae or whatever that I'm trying to go for. But with this project I'm doing now with the visualizer, this is completely like there is no type of genre. Like I'm not trying to follow any script with that. It's all just genres that I feel like I can thrive in and I've written to. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think that that is, um, I think like as you get to be an artist and you start to get your your sea legs, as they say, you, you realize whatever management says or what other people say, you know, if you think about it, like I always look at stories like, like about Jimi Hendrix, like his people told him like, you can't do feedback. You're not supposed to be that loud. You can't, you know, you don't sing like a Motown singer, so you can't even do a record, right? And he broke all their rules. And he became like the biggest black guitar player or world guitar player of all time. Mm -hmm. And he, he didn't have a perfect singing voice. He didn't do it the way they wanted, you know, the way it had been done before. Uh, and he broke tons of rules and how you actually do music and you know, guitar players up till now still look at him as like one of the most big innovators ever. And he just, you know, if you look at music like that, guys like him, they, they people who break the rules, they create the new set of rules. And so whatever in music, if somebody tells you you're not doing it right, you're probably doing the right thing. <laughs> that's, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> Yeah. I like that. I like, like that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, Hendrix is like my, my, my big idol. I, mean, I want to like, steal that from you. That, that's amazing. Well, he was like, you know, he still to this day is considered the world's greatest guitar player. And he's one of the best, you know, songwriters ever. And he just, you know, he only had three years in the spotlight. And he created, you know, such a catalog that it's just iconic. It's like as iconic as anything like Miles Davis or Coltrane or Jim, Jim uh, James Brown did, um, and it's just uh, you know, to me as I, I'm a musician, you know, like a keyboardist, but I've always very um, wanted to be a guitar player. So every time I look at Hendrix, he was like you know my idol, and I, I, I tried to play guitar. I could never do it to the level I wanted, um, but I think it's like people that you look up to in music. A lot of times are the people who take the risks, you know, people who try to do different things. Yeah. So, so this this project you're doing with, Someone yeah, with the visual for me, you know, I it's yeah. I really yeah. Who do you have like that in your life? Who do you look up to? Go on, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, who do you look up to for like 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 way I look at Hendrix? Who who's um, art? The list is endless, and even upcoming artists on that list too, you know? So many people think that it only has to be people that have sort of made it, that inspire you. And I feel like every creative inspires okay. you without your craft, if you 
figure out how to tell your story and how to speak to your audience, then that's just admiring. Yeah, I think I think and I feel everybody like old school yeah. Erica Badu, uh, Lauren mm -hmm. Hill, Rihanna, Janae, Scissor. Yeah, I do hear that. I do hear I hear your influences, but you've actually, you know, you have your own style. But I can hear where it came from. Don't hope you heard that. But I'm saying I could I could hear your influences. I could hear like Lauren Hill. I could hear Erica Badu. Um, but I do realize it's like you. Do you hear me? Maybe it got cut off. I guess we're having some audio problems right now, but did did you hear the last bit? Can you hear me? I hear you now. I don't know if you heard me. Yeah. I heard part of it. Yeah, I, I was just like saying I do. Me like seconds later, like minutes later. Yeah, it's getting a little worse. It was okay, and now it's kind of not being in sync. But I think I think we did have a pretty good interview for the time that it did stay in sync, but it's starting to drift off drift off a little bit. So. Um, I do appreciate that you come on the show. Did you hear that? <laughs> Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, well, I was saying because the sound problems we're having now, we might have to um, cut it short a little bit. Um, but we did. We love the fact that you came on the show and that we were able to show your video. Um, we just want to make sure that, um, that you're safe out there okay. and you're doing well. And uh, we'll talk to you again uh, when you have more um, work to show to the world. It would be great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and we can continue this conversation any other time. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for being on the show. It's been great. I like I like I like our conversations. They're always very enlightening enlightening and I always leave with something. Yeah, well, thank I, you. I'm glad I I'm glad I can give you that. Have a good day or good night. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Bye. All right.